Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. And before I get to today's podcast, I want to say that I haven't podcasted for a while because um, I've been sidelined, not able to study and or write because of pain in my neck and back due to being rear-ended in a vehicle collision on September 21. So I'm back, but I'm going to endeavor to um, recap where we've been in Matthew and probably get out three briefings a week and then build back up as I can figure out exactly how to, um, I guess, navigate my new normal. So here we go. Let's get back to Jesus, remembering Matthew chapter 1. Perhaps you would take an hour and take a hold of your Bible and reread in one sitting the first 14 chapters of Matthew. So much about Jesus. His lineage, the inauguration of his earthly ministry, the calling of his disciples, his teaching, and the miraculous. So much to apprehend and apply to our lives. As you pick up your Bible, ask God to give you concentration, clarity, and understanding. The Gospel of Matthew was written by the Jewish tax collector turned disciple. Throughout his writing, he cites Old Testament prophecies, which Jesus fulfilled, intended to show Jewish people in particular that Jesus was indeed their long-awaited Messiah. He leads with the genealogy of Jesus Christ, establishing that Jesus came through the bloodline of Abraham, the patriarch, and most especially, David, the king. Pause for a moment here. We remember what Peter wrote, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. So, though it was a genealogy, it was inspired by God. The Greek verb for inspired or moved means God breathed. Why would I take the trouble to point that out? Because a number of those listed in Jesus' bloodline would seem out of place for many particularly those in the first century. But their inclusion reveals the heart of the Father. Included by Matthew were King Manasseh, who was very evil. Not Jews only, but Gentiles, including a Canaanite, a Moabite, enemies of the Jewish people. Included by Matthew were women. How scandalous. Women had no social standing whatsoever in the first century, not with the Jews, Greeks, or Romans. And two of the women mentioned are known because of the sins they committed. Hmm. Why would God inspire Matthew to name these people in the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ? Because there is and always will be the desire in the heart of God to gather all to himself despite gender, ethnicity, social mores, or even wicked deeds. Further, the genealogy is a picture of what Jesus' earthly ministry would look like. Why, Jesus broke every social more of his day. He made a regular habit of dining with tax collectors, dishonest, despised, and sinners. Jesus engaged women in conversation. In fact, Mary and Martha were counted among his closest friends. He touched the unclean, lepers, the hemorrhaging woman, the dead, 
to raise them to life. Indeed, the genealogy that Matthew recorded was a foreshadowing of those Jesus came to love. Oh, don't you just love the brilliant words of God? If you do not, stop right now and pray that God will give you a love for his word, a love for the Bible. It will irrevocably or irrevocably, depending on how you say it, change your life and set you on the path to great adventure. Funny thing is, as a kid, whenever I read Matthew, I skipped over these first 17 verses because they were so boring. But it turns out they are so meaningful and applicable to us today. They show us the heart of God, the love Jesus would teach and generously give away, and something of the way we ought love all people, in spite of differences or whatever else we let come between us. The birth of Jesus was announced to Joseph in a dream, telling him Mary, his betrothed, was expecting a child conceived by the Holy Spirit who would save his people from their sin. He was to take Mary as his wife. Joseph obeyed and married young Mary. And Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the only person who ever lived before he was born. Paul wrote of Jesus, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Those are powerful words that Paul wrote to the Colossians, chapter 1, actually. A Jewish tax collector, Matthew, captures so much for the us in this very first chapter. Read Matthew chapter 1 for yourself. Circle names you recognize in your Bible. Underline anything that impresses itself upon your heart. And thank God for his precious words. All morning briefings and much more are archived at pastorwoman.com.